Hello and welcome to episode one of the FormFit podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about why I'm starting this podcast, what you can expect to get out of this podcast. We're going to talk a little bit of my story, my background, how I got into the fitness industry, just to develop a little bit of understanding with you, the audience, so that you can know me better. And then we'll talk about exercise and why the hell you should do it, some basic stuff. This this will be very good for you people that don't exercise. So if you know people in your life that don't exercise and you feel like they should, send them to this video. Have them skip to the good parts because this will be a little lengthier. And then we're going to talk about how to start. Uh, so let's start with why am I making this podcast. So I'm initially going to have three episodes. The first three episodes are going to be in this format where it's just me talking, I'm not interviewing anyone. Uh, but beyond that, I intend on running interviews and I look forward to that. I like the idea of asking questions to people. I love asking questions. I love learning. Uh, I feel like I ask good questions. I've been told that in the past by others. So, but until we get to that point, I need to develop a little bit of a foundation with my podcast. So where I stand as far as the fitness industry, so you can have a good idea. Uh, and then ultimately, I would love to be able to sit down and interview some of the best in the business at what they do. And uh, I don't believe that any one person in the fitness industry has it right. Uh, I've, I've found through my research of the fitness industry that uh, a lot of people have little faults here and there, which are, like nobody's perfect and I'm not saying that I am or that I'm going to be, but I want to go and find the best bits of all fitness people and assemble them. And along the way, I would love you to join me on my journey and learn with me because I'll be learning a lot. But also, uh, I ultimately want to produce some sort of product. So I want to uh, make a book or a PDF that you can download or a series of videos or an app or whatever it is. I want to produce something that is sort of an ultimate guide to fitness, like all-rounded guide. And, and, and to give you a description on what I mean by that, I mean I want it to be something that anyone can take of any location in life where they are on the spectrum of fitness and health and get to any other location that they could possibly want to get to. So what I mean by that is I want average Joe who's middle-aged to be able to take this ultimate guide and get himself to optimal health in movement and exercise, probably nutrition at some point, uh, although I'm, I haven't dove into that nearly enough. And I also want someone who's like little Anne, who's a 13-year-old girl, to be able to take this and follow it and 
move herself towards being an Olympic level athlete with the same guide, right? I want someone to be able to solve their pains. I want someone to be able to get in generally good shape. I want someone to be able to lose weight. And I want someone to be able to be the highest level possible athlete ever, all within one system. But the best part is I intend on giving this away when I get there. When I get this assembled, I intend on giving it to you, the audience, for free. Uh, I, I might have a donate option, but I don't want to make money off of it. I just feel like everyone should have the knowledge to be able to do what they need to do for their health. Uh, I think it will solve a lot of people's problems. Along the way, I, I, along this journey, certain milestones I might hit where I might put out a book or I might put out a video program or I might put out a PDF and I might charge for it, but I w want to get to a point where I have one well-rounded something that I can give out without having to charge when I'm at a place where I'm financially comfortable and I don't need the money and I can just give it to you people. So that is the ultimate goal for this podcast. Uh, I hope you want to see that accomplished as well, because I do. Uh, now, how do, who am I? How did I get here? I'm Trevor, and I'm 28 as of the making of this video. And I am currently a CanFit Pro certified personal trainer, which basically means dog shit in the fitness industry. Seriously, like as far as your possible certifications or diplomas that you can get in the fitness industry that are recognizable, CanFit Pro is way at the bottom of the barrel as far as anyone who gives a shit about anything. I don't have a PhD in anything. I don't have a bachelor's degree in anything. I went to college for video game design. More on that later. But it, how did I get here? And why does it, to me, not matter what my credentials are? Uh, so I got here because I went to college for video game design. And it's because I was 11 years, not 11, I was in grade 11. And when you're in grade 11, you're 16, 17 years old, your guidance counselor expects you to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. And I had been told my whole life I could do whatever I want with my life. That's why I thought, I play video games all the time. I literally do nothing else. So let's make video games for a living because that's going to be fun. I did not go shadow someone in the video game design. I did not email someone. I did not Google what it's like to be a game developer. I didn't do any of those things that you should do to actually understand what's involved. I had a little bit of experience coding, but just like plucking around in Adobe Flash, nothing serious, no like long hours spent trying to figure out how to code. I didn't have like an urge to master certain coding languages or anything. Uh, and so I went to video game design college with my brother, him and I, were in a basement apartment in Toronto and we had no windows, which is illegal, in hindsight. And it was an 18 months program, a fast track, and uh, he dropped out halfway because he got to a really dark place. And I don't blame him because I ended up going downhill really fast too. Uh, the very start, I had a 3.9 grade point average in my first semester and then at the end of it I barely scraped by with like a 2.3 grade point average. It was absolutely brutal. 
Um, in video game design college, it was a personal college, so there wasn't a lot of people. Had about the same population as my high school. And the to, to give you an idea of the kind of people that you would see at video game design college, you probably guessed it. Not super social, not super hygienic, not very athletic, not very outgoing, and I'm not trying to say anything negative about those people. There were a lot of very, very nice people. I related to them in a lot of ways as far as video games. I chatted with them. A lot of super, super sweet pe people. Nobody very malicious, uh, but they weren't my kind of people. Like, let's go out and do things, and let's be active, and let's find some fun stuff that isn't sitting inside. Uh, and so I made a whole two friends, and the to, to give you an idea on the development of the darkness that was my depression, uh, we came to a four-day weekend. My brother had been gone at this point, and this four-day weekend, it was very efficient on my groceries and my organization in my apartment. So I, on the Thursday, biking home from class, I stopped and got groceries. And then that was that was it. I was I didn't have any more reasons to leave the apartment. I, I don't. I'm not a. I'm a small town guy, right? So I'm not a big city dude. I, to me, it stinks. It's weird and dirty, and there's a lot of people, and they don't want to talk to you for whatever reason. Like nobody wants to interact. It's really odd. Uh, for for you Trontonians or whatever. Sorry, no offense, but I don't like it. It's not for me. Uh, and coming to the Monday that I also had off, the fourth day of the four-day weekend, I hadn't left the apartment. I had worked out a couple times. I hadn't really started my workout journey. I was doing like insanity videos intermittently. I was the kind of guy that would do like seven videos and then have a month off, right? And on the fourth day, I was sitting there on YouTube watching watching Mythbusters and they were doing the cabin fever episode. If you haven't seen this, they take Adam and Jamie, two main guys, and they put them each in their own cabin and they don't have access to internet or anything like that, so I had that up on them. But they had a giant ass window leading to the outside. They were up north somewhere, so it was like frozen tundra. But I just thought, giant window, no problem. Like that would be easy to do a cabin fever test. I don't got any windows in here. This is great. Let's watch this. And they were supposed to do these tests to keep track of their health. And on the third day, they were screwing up the tests so much that they got pulled out. And their crew was like, you guys are going crazy and you don't even realize how crazy you're going. And I'm on day four in my little basement apartment with no windows. And I kind of just went, let's go for a walk. So uh, th that's just anecdotal, give you a concept of my experience in college and why I became so depressed. Coming out of college when I got home, I wasn't just like, I'm better now. No, that's not how depression works. For any of you that have been depressed, you would know. For those of you that haven't, you're very fortunate and that's not how it works. Uh, so I started playing Minecraft excessively, which Minecraft is a great game. I, I love that game, 
but when you're very, very depressed and in a dark place, spending long hours in your parents' basement playing Minecraft does not make you happier, if you were wondering. Uh, and I just ended up getting to a point in my life where I just went, I'm really freaking depressed. I don't want to be depressed anymore. So I did what I do. I went on Google, how to not be depressed. And if you, if you quick tip, if you want to learn something on Google, fitness or otherwise, Google your question and then open up like eight to 12 tabs and then go read all of them and then find all the things that connect between each article or blog or whatever. And all the things that overlap are probably the things that are most useful. As far as depression is useful, as far as depression is concerned, spend more, spend more time with friends and family, uh, get outside, go for walks, uh, take cold showers, eat healthy, and exercise. Exercise was all across the board, exercise. So then I went, okay, how to exercise? And decided that weightlifting was better than running for reasons I'll probably get to later on in this podcast, not in this episode. A, l- a little bit in this episode, but not fully. And then I was like, okay, how to lift weights? And I started, my mom had a membership at the local gym for our family and I started going there and lifting weights and learning more and reading more. Excuse me. And I got to a point where I was so much better. I thought, I feel great. I'm not, I don't feel actively depressed anymore. Granted, you, you kind of go in and out over time and I have been in and out over time, but I thought I feel awesome. I feel great. I, I dug myself out of that hole with exercise as well as cold showers and other things. But I, I thought, well, I want to do this for other people. I want to take other people that are in the dark place that I was in and help them out of it with exercise. So I went and got a CamFit Pro certification. Uh, and that's how I became a personal trainer. And I love what I do. And I don't really care much as a personal trainer, just a little bit about me as a trainer. I don't really care much about people hitting PRs on their weights or whatever. Like, that's cool. I'll celebrate that with my clients. I'll be like, yeah, high five. You did awesome. Good job. But when someone comes to me and like, for example, I had a client that uh, her husband had passed and uh, she was in the hospital with him for about a year uh, as his health was declining, which must have been horrific, I'm sure. But before she was in, before he started getting sick, she had just gotten out of a cast uh, with a broken fibula in her ankle. So her, she had done no physiotherapy and she came to me after he'd passed to go, let's get back on the horse and let's do this and let's fix this ankle. And when she came to me and told me that she, did a hike because they used to hike all the time and she went on a a path hiking that she had been on with him before I believe but she did it to spread his ashes with her children uh, her adults but her kids and she told me that she would not have been able to handle that terrain 
with her ankle if it hadn't been for me helping her rehabilitate it. That's why I do this. That's it, right there. That's, in a nutshell, exactly why I do what I do. So, why exercise? That's enough about me. Why exercise? Um, I, actually, sorry, that's not enough about me. Just to be clear, uh, <laughs> no more about me. Uh, as, as much as I only have a CAMFIT Pro certification, time and time again I've been asked where I got my kinesiology degree because I just have a lot of knowledge. I don't have paper, but I have knowledge. I like to educate myself. I, I, without interviewing them, I have been watching the best in the business and trying to get as much information out of their content as I can uh, and trying to weed out all the snake oil. So, why exercise? Why exercise is, and I talk about this because there are still some people in the world that aren't exercising. It blows my freaking mind, but there are still people that are not exercising. I know that over the last few years, uh, exercise has kind of blown up as an industry and so many more people are doing it, all great things, but there's still people that aren't and that needs to change. Like you need to exercise. I don't care who you are, you need to. And there's a plethora of excuses uh, like, like, I'm too old, I don't want to hurt myself, or I'm in too much pain, or whatever. Like, you're in pain because you're not exercising. And you're never too old because exercise makes your life better. Right? So let's talk about bare minimum real quick. Bare minimum, let's say you spend 45 minutes a day, three times a week. Two times a week would get you a lot, but three times is ideal. So 45 minutes a day, three times a week. I don't know the math on it. What is that, like 2% of your week? Like 2% of your life, right? So 2% of your life that you need to spend will make the rest of your life better, right? Because every time you exercise, you're improving your life. And every time you spend a day not exercising, or a week not exercising, your quality of life is going down. Lack of exercise. Uh, so, lost my train of thought. So, if you're not spending the time to exercise, then your quality of life is going down. It just doesn't make any sense. Why don't you just take that 2% to make the other 98% better, right? Like, if, so how, how does it make it better? Like, what are the benefits of exercise? So, like, go Google this. You improve your, your heart functions better, your blood pumps better, your, uh, lungs absorb oxygen and that whole cardiovascular system functions better and really it doesn't matter what you do you can you can get these benefits your joints won't be in as much pain your because your muscles are going to support your body better like you you have better sleep you have more energy you have a better sex life like just google it there's a giant list the benefits of exercise you don't need the benefits anymore you don't need to know them you don't need to you've been told before and you're still not doing it i don't get it for those of you that are awesome high five uh but 
some people aren't and they need to. It, it, it comes down to the fact that every day that you exercise, every 45 minutes that you exercise makes the rest of your life better quality. Every day that goes by that you're not exercising makes the rest of your life lower quality. And you're choosing, you're actively choosing whether or not you decide or whether or not you admit it, you're choosing. So choose exercise. Uh, so if, if we really break down the benefits of exercise, there, there's, I want to break it down into two sections and it's necessary to get the complete uh, puzzle, right? And I'll, I'll explain why. So you want the complete puzzle, but we'll say 10% of exercise is or proper exercise, exercise done properly, as far as the benefits are concerned, 10% is something called mobility. People can argue different percentages just for the sake of understanding. I'm going with 10% right now. 10% is mobility. Mobility is your ability to move. It like if you know what flexibility is, it's kind of like that, but more rather than just having someone pull your leg into a position, you can lift your leg into that position yourself without any other muscles, right? Like that's active mobility and like your ability to move and maneuver and roll and twist and bend. That's mobility. Uh, and the other 90% of exercise benefits is everything I mentioned before. Better heart health, better lung health, better sleep, better sex, all that awesome stuff. So to get the 90, it doesn't matter what you do. You can do whatever you want. You can walk, which by the way, if you want to pick one thing to do to better, excuse me, to better your health, that is walking. If you had to pick one thing, take more vitamins, uh, spend more time with your family, drink more water. If you could choose one single thing to better your health, walk for 10 to 15 minutes a day is the one best thing you can do to better your health. Now this 90%, we can walk, we can ride bikes, we can lift weights, we can go swimming, we can rock climb, we can lift a box off the ground and set it on a shelf and then set that box back on the ground and repeat that cycle a thousand times, right? You can work a hard labor job, whether you're a bricklayer or pouring cement or whatever, you're gonna get that 90%. But remember, the whole puzzle is necessary. So it doesn't matter what you do to get that 90%. It does matter what you do to get that 10%. Because it's as simple as, for the sake of mobility, it's as simple as if your body never moves into a certain position, then it's never going to be able to move into that position. Right? So if you can't touch your toes, and you never try to touch your toes, like with your legs straight, then you're never going to be able to touch your toes. Right? I've, met, I've met a lot of people that don't know a lot about health and fitness and stuff and they're like, oh, wow, I'm so unflexible, look at this, uh -huh. I can barely touch my toes or I can't touch my toes and, and it's just like you, you recognize that and you use that as an example but you're not doing anything about it. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if you just try to touch your toes more often, you'd probably get there eventually. There's more to it, there's foam rolling, there's uh, muscle activation drills, there's dynamic stretching and 
PNF stretching and all this other fancy schmancy crap that we'll get into eventually. But you need to get that 10% to complete the whole puzzle. And this is easily understood in uh, the prime population that doesn't exercise, I would say would be uh, baby boomer males predominantly. At least I have noticed in my experience, baby, baby boomer males that are working hard labor jobs. Oh, I don't need to work out. I bust my ass every day and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, they'll have back pains and they think that working out means they got to lift weights and that they're going to hurt their back and whatever. But really what they, they're already working a hard labor job and you know now that I explained that what they're doing for their work is already getting them that 90%. So they need to get that 10% through other means, which would be like gymnastic style stretching and movement and little strengthening bits or taking up dance or yoga or whatever. And I know a lot of people just chuckle like, yeah, okay, this guy's loopy. I'm going to take up dance and I'm 48 and I lay bricks. No, but like yoga would be good. And I know you might think you shouldn't take up yoga, but you're wrong. Like they're wrong. Like they're wrong. The problem is the toxic masculinity of those activities are effeminate and they're not for me. You need to swallow your ego and go start stretching and doing all the wooshy woo effeminate yoga type stuff to get your body moving better then your back won't hurt so much by the way stop complaining about your back hurting until you start doing that shit uh, so if we want to get the whole picture there's a couple ways we can do it we can spend we need to spend time stretching type movements but there's certain activities that can kind of get you a lot of it like if we're going to take up a hobby uh so so moving on to how to suggestions how to get this whole puzzle uh if you're going to take up a hobby i would recommend my number one would probably be rock climbing rock climbing is awesome if you have kids get them into rock climbing um, it's probably not going to get you as much of that 10% mobility as I would like it to, but it's just so good. I don't know something about it. I'm not an avid rock climber. I've been a few times, but I, just because I understand the human body fairly well and movement and stuff, I can see just so much value in rock climbing. Um, yoga is really, really good, but yoga is kind of missing some of that 90%. It's got a lot of that 10% but it's missing little bits of that 90%. It's got a lot of the 90% section of general health stuff, but you don't get quite as much strength from yoga. You do, you do. There's gonna be a lot of yogis out there that are like, are you kidding me? And they're gonna be blown up. But really, like, you look at yogis and, and frankly, some dudes, some people just wanna be bigger in general. They just want bigger muscles. And when I say bigger, I know a lot of chicks are like, ew, bigger, I don't wanna be bigger. But no, that's not what I mean. I mean, you just want more defined muscles and to have your muscles defined, they just need to get larger. Uh, and yoga doesn't do that a whole lot. But if you did yoga and you did like weightlifting once a week, that would be freaking fantastic. That would be so good. Uh, so if you took up rock climbing, if you took up yoga with a bit of weight training as well, gymnastic style training, you're not too old, you're not too big. I don't care what your excuse is. You can get in gymnastic style training whenever you want. 
dance would be really good. Uh, Olympic weightlifting would be really good. For the sake of Olympic weightlifting and dance, you, you need proper instructors. You need to have someone that knows what they're doing or you're really not going to get that 10%. Uh, a dance instructor might just have you dancing and doing a little bit of strengthening stuff. Uh, or an Olympic weightlifting instructor or coach might have you just lifting weights and not really care too much about your mobility. You never know. Uh, obviously gymnastics, rock climbing, everything else, get a proper instructor. Um, if you are into bodybuilding style training, which a lot of you are, where you're like, I just want to look like a Greek god, great, awesome, fine, there's nothing wrong with that, you're going to get that 90% benefit, but you're going to be missing that 10% benefit. Why does this 10% benefit the mobility section, why does that matter so much? So if you're uh, working hard labor, if you're a bodybuilder or any of those just get stronger categories and you're not doing the active mobility work necessary to get that 10%, then you're getting a lot of health benefits that is making your quality of life go up. I would say overall your quality of life is going up for the sake of health, but there's small sections that are actively going down because you're overdoing it in one end and not enough in that little bit of mobility that really matters. Uh, it's, it all comes down to injury. You're just going to get hurt eventually. I met a guy just the other day that could barely move. He was a big dude, 5'10", 240 pounds, and there was no way he was touching his toes. He couldn't go up to a wall and put his hands on a wall. like atrocious mobility absolutely atrocious and the guy's just gonna get hurt eventually he already explained to me a few injuries like you need to move you're gonna be in less pain when you move not just get stronger like stretch move so how do you get started you get into one of these things if you want good resources uh, for the sake of gymnastics, I would highly recommend Gymnastic Bodies. You can go to gymnasticbodies.com. I have referenced them. I've used their products there. They have excellent, excellent guidance and information. Uh, I've heard good things about GMB Fitness. GMB Fitness. I don't know if that's their website or not, but uh, the, I, I haven't used their system at all or anything, but I've seen the content they put out. They put out really, really good content. Uh, for good Olympic weightlifting stuff, follow Squat University. Uh, for general athletic bodybuilding development, uh, Athlene X is really good. Um, yeah, there, there's just so many, so many sources that are really, really good. Um, powerlifting style stuff, Kabuki Strength is good. Uh, don't get into powerlifting. <laughs> Sorry, powerlifters, but anyone that's in powerlifting knows that it's just a self-destructive sport. You're just breaking yourself over time. Uh, I was I was doing powerlifting for a while, and I never really ended up competing in it because I didn't get to whatever I wanted to be at to start. Anyway, I should have went to an event. I should have tried it out, but. It, it's just not ideal for general health. If you want a sport to compete in and you want that like sense of competition, you need something to work towards, great, go, go do powerlifting, it's awesome. Just do a lot of mobility, like a lot of mobility to make sure you're moving right and to make up for uh, the kind of damage you're causing over time. Same thing with bodybuilding. If you wanna get into bodybuilding, make sure you're doing mobility. 
Um, yeah, so that's probably it for this episode. I hope you got something out of it. If you have any questions, please leave comments. Uh, subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast and comment wherever. Get at me on Twitter and Instagram at Make Your Form Fit and check out my Facebook, facebook.com slash Make Your Form Fit and just follow all the things. I'm pretty sure I'm on TikTok now. Make Your Form Fit on TikTok. Uh, so if there's anything else you want out of these or anything you want me to cover in these next couple episodes, let me know. Uh, I'm going to put out the next two episodes shortly and then from there I'll see what I can do about getting interviews. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, make your form fit.